You're listening to Spirited Spirits, a spooky-centric podcast where we enjoy a spirit while we talk about spirits. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Drew. And I'm Steph. Thanks for listening. So Drew's going to take the lead on this episode. I'm still recovering from a nasty virus on top of allergies. I know, double whammy. Um, So if my voice sounds a little weird, I apologize. Um, Plus, I feel like I dominated the conversation during the first three episodes, so I wanted to give Drew the opportunity to talk about a spooky topic. Yeah. (laughs) And when Steph and I were talking about what I wanted to discuss, we kind of had a mind meld moment. Well, I think I I thought of it as, I think I've read your mind, like it was my intuition, I guess. Maybe. So today I'll be covering some of the most haunted locations in Scotland. My ancestors are from Scotland, and I've always wanted to go there. My best friend Sarah went to Scotland a few years ago, and she absolutely loved it. I don't think she wanted to come home. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> so she actually brought us back a framed print from of our family's crest. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. We have it hanging up here in the bar. Um, so hey, babe, speaking of bar, tell them what we're drinking tonight. Yeah, so we're drinking a classic cocktail called Blood and Sand. It's made with blended scotch whiskey cherry liqueur or brandy, a sweet vermouth, and blood orange juice. It's not bad. It kind of reminds me of a Manhattan. Yeah, I, I feel like I could have maybe two of these, and then they would be, it would be too sweet. Yeah. It's it's pretty sweet. It is. It's good, though. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the spooky topics. Mm-hmm. So, there are many uh, alleged haunted locations in Scotland. But I'm only going to highlight the top five. If I were to cover them all, we'd probably be recording all night. Right. Yeah. Let's not do that. I'm old <clears throat> and I need my beauty rest. You, you're beautiful enough, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. Well, but I've also had a cold, so yeah, I need sleep. That's true. <laughs> so the first stop on our tour of Scotland's most haunted is the Old Tay Bridge in Dundee. The Old Tay Bridge is a site of the most memorable engineering catastrophe in Scotland's history. On December 28, 1879, just two years after opening, a severe storm with strong winds weakened the center of the bridge. Mm. Apparently, it was a 10 out of 11 on the Beaufort scale, Mm. which actually measures wind speed. Mm -hmm. A passenger train was crossing carrying 59 people. The bridge collapsed, killing everybody on board. Mm. Only 46 bodies were discovered. So the bridge was repaired and strengthened, But some of the old pillars still remain to this day. On the anniversary of the collapse, people have claimed to see a ghost train cross over the old pillars and then disappear at the point where the original bridge collapsed. Mm. And legend says you can hear the screams of passengers as the train goes by. Oh, spooky. I love it. I I love stories about ghost trains. You and our child (laughs) both love trains. Yes. So, next up on our tour is St. Andrew's Cathedral in Fife. Built in 1158, the cathedral had been the center of the medieval Catholic Church in Scotland. However, during the Scottish Reformation in 16th century, the cathedral was attacked and destroyed. The Catholic Church was abandoned and left to ruin. Oh, that's so sad. I hate when historical places are just left to rot. So, the thing is, though, mm-hmm. is there are several ghosts that apparently haunt this cathedral. Okay. The first is a friendly monk who appears on the stairs at St. Rule's Tower. Okay. The monk is thought to be Robert de Matros, 
who was the prior at St. Andrew's Cathedral. Allegedly, he was murdered by a fellow monk, and his body was tossed over the edge. Mm. And according to the stories, the prior would like to walk in the tower at night, ascending the stairs to view the starry night sky, which sounds fantastic. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> that's probably where the assassin, whoever he was, had the opportunity to strike. Oh, gosh. So that's probably where he got pushed off was mm -hmm. when he was admiring the night sky and then he fell like Dumbledore to his death. Oh. Mm. Sorry, Harry Potter reference. <laughs> so <fine>. um <coughs> so the the second ghost is actually called the White Lady, which I feel like every haunted place yeah. has a white lady. A white lady. I feel like it's just it's it's if you don't have a white lady, you're not haunted. Yes. So <laughs> Uh, for more than 200 years, people have claimed to see a beautiful young woman dressed all in white. According to local legend, in 1868, stonemasons repairing the tower found a secret chamber housing several mummified bodies. Mm. The chamber or the crypt was open, and guess what they found inside? Steph? The crypt keeper. Just kidding. <laughs> the body of the woman in white. That would be awesome if they found the crypt keeper. <laughs> And they're just like just sitting Hello, there. Hello, kitties. How fucked up is that? At that point, are we saying the crypt keeper is a time traveler? I don't know. Because that would be that'd be crazy. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So anyway. Going. So they found her. Yeah, they found the well-preserved corpse of a young woman wearing a white dress and white gloves. Mm. There you go. I wonder if the haunting began before or after the body was disturbed. I guess there were maybe some reports before the crypt was open because you said it went back 200 years. Right. And then that revelation kind of served to confirm what people had seen. Yeah, maybe. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So uh, the third ghost, this one's interesting because okay. I feel like with horror movies and the movies we've watched, this one mm -hmm. is going to probably hit a chord because of the movies we've watched before. Okay. So the third ghost people claim to see is a veiled nun mm. who approaches her victims, lifting her veil to reveal her horribly disfigured face. No. The story goes that she was a beautiful woman in life and had many potential suitors. However, she only loved one man who either died mm. or left her alone. So she impulsively took <gasps> a knife. No. Cutting her ears, mm. her eyelids, mm -mm. her nose, mm -mm. and her lips. Mm -mm. Next, she seared her cheeks with a branding iron mm -mm. Mm -mm. so she would never be beautiful again. So her wounds were so severe that she sought refuge in a nunnery that she was just going to live out her days as a nun. However, her wounds were so severe that she died quickly after. It's... No. Like, if if there is a ghost, a veiled nun ghost, that comes up to me, no, no. That's some conjuring shit right there. Mm -mm. Nope. I have no problem with nuns. I love Sister Act 2. But if a nun is walking towards me with a dark veil hiding her face, I'm going to nope the fuck out of there. I'm telling you right now. And we as a couple are very good about noping the fuck out of scary situations. <laughs> yes. We're, we're like that. <laughs> um... Continuing on our tour of Scotland's most haunted, there is Mary King's Close in Edinburgh. Named after a merchant burgess who lived there in the 17th century, 
Mary King's Close is said to be Scotland's spookiest street. Mm. Rumor has it that officials sealed off Mary King's Close in 1644 to quarantine victims of the bubonic plague. Mm. So after the Black Death had passed, tenants continued to live in the close, but it became overcrowded and fell into disrepair. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. And so it was proposed that they would partially demolish the close and bury it under the construction, the Royal Exchange, in the 18th century. Okay. However, this only made the historic close more mysterious. Well, of course. Because there were urban legends of murders and hauntings, and those have persisted to this day. Mm -hmm. A portion of the close has been restored and is open to visitors interested and learning more about its dark history. People have claimed to see the ghost of a young girl roaming around the close. She's known as Annie, mm -hmm. and she apparently scared the shit out of a psychic in the 1990s, which I think is hilarious. Like, I, I can imagine that this psychic had, like, a big hair, like, in the 90s, and it gets scared out from a ghost. It's great. Uh, yeah. Well, so I did, um, I asked Sarah to kind of tell us some information about when she visited Scotland and she did go to Mary King's Close and she said that so she was kind of like laying out what happened um, she said that they walked through a restaurant or a bar and went down underground in what she described as 40 by 20 foot brick cellars mm -hmm. and she said it was really dank down there with water dripping down um, between the bricks and she said the tour guide told her group that the original plan for the close was to store whiskey barrels. But because things would seep down there, like stuff from up top would seep down, right. it, it ended up ruining the whiskey. So the government instead allowed people, mostly, you know, quote unquote, undesirables, to right. live down there. Just got to push them out. And, yeah, and out of sight, out of mind, right. Well, yeah, we still do that with our homeless nowadays, too. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. So prostitution and crime were rampant. Um, Sarah said that they tell the story of a woman, most likely a prostitute, who had gotten pregnant, and then she sold her infant to a man who claimed he would give the child a better life, but instead he threw the child in the river oh, to drown. no. And city officials have allegedly found thousands of bodies of infants who'd been chucked into the river. So thousands? This, yes. So apparently this this is what Sarah said. I I guess it was common practice for people to do this, to take money from people, saying, oh, yeah, I'll provide for your child, and then dump and the kid. And then just dump the kid in the yeah, river. It's, yeah, it's hor horrible, horrible. Um, so pregnant women who tore the clothes claim to feel hands on their stomach. The tour guide told Sarah that one woman felt as if the ghostly hands were reaching into her womb to extract her child. Uh, what? Yeah, she's, she apparently freaked out, ran, ended up slipping on the wet path, and they ha had to call the ambulance. I pray her baby is okay. I pray she uh, and her baby are okay. Yeah. I, Sarah, Let's hope so. Sarah didn't know the outcome, but and it wasn't like when she was on the tour. It's just a story that the tour guide... The story guide, that the tour guide Right, said. right. So... What would that... What would that feel like to have ghostly hands? I know. Like, I was trying to imagine that too. Go inside of your womb. I don't That's know. odd. Yeah. And then to have. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't didn't Sarah say something about a little boy ghost? Yeah. Well? So she also told us that in those days, small children would be used to clean chimneys. 
So men would use ropes to pull the child up and down. So one man would be up on top with a rope attached to the child. And another one would, I guess, be on the bottom with a rope. And so they would help the kid move up and down. And I guess, apparently, the boy was ripped in half. I don't know how this could possibly happen. I feel like the rope would break. But she said that this boy (laughs) was ripped in half. And his ghost still haunts the clothes, looking for a nurturing person to care for him. Which half? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not being like well, funny. Well, I guess the I top just... half because it's. I'm getting ready to tell that next okay. part. Okay. So Sarah said that they turned off the lights during the tour, and it was pitch black. And they told everyone to hold their hands out and see if they could feel a small hand gripping their hand. And Sarah said she didn't feel anything, but I guess so. It would be his top hat. That's that's some thirteen ghosts like yeah like shit like that that's that's disturbing because I'm thinking of okay and I and I hate to like be that guy to say okay which half but here let's think traumatic death mm-hmm. so it's if we think about the body and the soul where the soul is you know allegedly you know in like where it's in like the heart right. Well, Correct. I think at one point they believed <coughs> that the soul was in the blood. Oh, okay. Because my thought process is is that I guess that it's the little boy like dragging himself God, around. No, that's awful. I it is awful. I but don't know. It is awful. But you the one that told the story. I'm just thinking. Sarah how... told the story. <laughs> I'm just recalling the information for our listeners. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how what, okay. what that looked like because that's a disturbing image and the way it I, is. and the way that I process it is I talk because that's what it is is talk. To okay, everybody. well, do you need another drink? Because I'm I'm down. I kind of sucked that down quickly. <laughs> well, um, it's like cough syrup. It feels good for my throat. It's like cough syrup. I don't know if it's a good ad for this drink. <laughs> I know it's good. It's sweet though, and it's got the cherry flavor, so it kind of it's better tasting than one of those mm. nasty cough lozenges that I've been using. So while um, Andrew is making me another drink, um, we're taking a pause from the topic at hand to talk about the fact that Andrew just recently showed me the movie Highlander. <laughs> the first <laughs> For the first time. That's what you were talking about? Okay. I think he was kind of preparing for I'd never seen it. Honestly, I had never seen it. It was one of those ones where another podcast that I love is F This Movie. And they talked about Highlander. And I was like, you know what? I've never seen that. And so I wanted to watch it. And we watched it. And it was great. Did Mm. you think it was great? It was something else. That's for sure. So you didn't think it was great? Um... I thought the story was really interesting about mm-hmm. him, like, dying, but then coming back to life, or he's, like, immortal. Like, he got yeah. injured, and then, but he's immortal. It's never fully explained why he's immortal. He just happens to be an immortal. He's immortal. He's just born that way. Um, so that was weird. Um, and he, but you have Sean Connery. And that, yeah, I mean, Sean Connery's great, but he... Well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Who hasn't seen Highlander besides us, I guess. I don't know. So. <clears throat> but it was, I mean, it was it was just pure 80s with, like, the special effects and the, like, I think you typical 80s villain. I think you pronounced awesome wrong. 
Right. I think that's. Well, it was it was fun. It was a fun movie to watch one Saturday when we were just chilling out. Well, there's like a couple more. There's more Highlander movies. Yeah, there's like two. I I thought how because he I thought he gained his. Oh gosh, that's loud. That's the ice. Sorry guys. Um, I thought he gained his morality or mortality back. Yeah, his mortality by there's defeating the last guy. Hold on, I'm gonna shake this. Yeah, why don't you watch that? So I thought he he like earned his stripes, so to speak, or whatever, to become stripes. to become a human mortal because he defeated the last. All I know is there's a second one. It's not that good. Apparently. Okay. Well, I don't know. Speaking of which, since Andrew does love all things Scottish and um, yeah, his heritage, <laughs> I almost bought him a kilt. <laughs> To be like, you can wear this when we're recording. You wanted to wear you wanted me to wear a kilt while we were recording the It podcast? would have been funny. I Why guess, not? yeah. I don't know. You might not just do have, you have a kilt to wear, on hand. Do you have to wear underwear under a kilt? No, you're not supposed to. Oh. No. Oh. Just let those bags fly. Yeah. Those bagpipes, I don't know. <laughs> bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh no. <coughs> Returning. This podcast has been derailed. Right. Returning to our regularly scheduled programming. Right. Back to uh, Scottish Spectres. Scottish Spectres. Where are we at in our tour of Haunted Scotland? So, next up, we have Edinburgh Castle. Okay. And that's named as one of the most haunted places in Scotland. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. So, the castle cer- certainly has a long, bloody history to support this claim. So, it's built in the 11th century... The historic castle has been home to many kings and queens. Mm-hmm. Built on Castle Rock, it was an important stronghold for the Kingdom of Scotland. Malcolm III Canmore, who reigned from 1058 until 1093, and his wife Queen Margaret were the first king and queen of Scotland to live on Castle Rock. Queen Margaret died in the castle. So she was canonized as St. Margaret of Scotland, and a chapel was built in her honor between 1130 and 1140. Mm-hmm. The castle has been taken over by the British multiple times. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. And was even used to house prisoners of war during the Seven Year War, the American Revolution, and the Napoleon Wars. Napoleonic Wars? Yeah, Napoleonic. Yep. Got it. And it's these former prisoners that were said to haunt the dungeon. There is also said to be a ghost of a headless drummer boy. What's with these children and their injuries? Who who warns of impending doom. (laughs) Why can't they just keep their limbs and their bodies intact? Or. I know. Well, that's what I was thinking is he must have been hit by a cannonball. Maybe. Mm. So people claim to have heard his music coming from the battlements. Mm. And legend says that he apparently was first seen in 1650 before... English General Oliver Cromwell and his armies attacked the castle. Oh, that's just so sad, but, you know. And it makes me wonder, is he residual energy, or is he intelligent, because he knows when, you know, something bad's going to happen and he's able to play his drums, or is he just playing his drums because history repeats itself? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway. But he, but he did come in like a cannonball. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to. 
going to hell. That was okay. a good joke. Go, yeah, moving on. Oh, man. Wasted. All right. <laughs> um, so, after that. Uh, lastly, our journey <clears throat> through Haunted Scotland, there's Culloden Moor, which in Inverness. 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 <laughs> I know. It's I know. You, I know you know. Okay. And that is where the Bonnie Prince Charlie's rebel army, the Jacobites, mm -hmm. were defeated by the British government troops on April sixteenth, seventeen forty-six. The battle only lasted an hour, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. An hour. And the Scottish clans that were slaughtered. Included the Stuarts, the McDonald's, and the Frasers. Jamie Fraser. I love Outlander. It's a great show. Ah, uh, Outlander. Sarah Man. got me into Outlander. Yeah. I really want to like Outlander. I Because I, I think the stuff with the clans is really cool. Is really but... cool. But man, they, they tease the heck out of those battles. And then they never come. I know they do but at some point. But... It's just you're waiting and waiting and waiting for like a battle or something like that, and they draw it out, and sometimes it's it can be a little boring. That show. Oh, I like it. You like it. I, I mean, yeah, I like it. I think it's a good show. You remind me of Roger. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. That was that was the hour and a half episode where I was waiting for a battle and. and yeah, well, I I so I tried to show Andrew the one with the Battle of Culloden Moor and. He was not happy with me because it ended up then going like flash forwarding. And I, anyway, I won't give it away in case anyone hasn't watched it. So moving on. Anyway, <laughs> so on the anniversary of the bloody battle, people claim to see the ghosts of Jacobite soldiers mm. and hear the cries of pain. In particular, one apparition of a tall man wearing a tartan has been seen wandering the moor, mumbling the word defeated. Mm. Additionally, there are many wells on the land, and they are also allegedly haunted. One called St. Mary's Well is said to be haunted by dead Highlanders. Not like the ones that have to like cut heads off for immortality. Right. The ones who are obviously mortal because they were killed and slaughtered. Right. So it, but the, it, it reminds me of Gettysburg and the stories you hear about dead soldiers that still haunt the land. You know? Yes. So, it, it, I mean, these ex these locations that have experienced so much bloodshed and it, it just all that negative energy, it, it remains on the land. It leaves a psychic imprint. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. And when we talk about haunted things and haunted places, and kind of going back through a through line to Waverly, I mm -hmm. think if there's just a, 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 a high level of death yeah. and a high level of trauma... I think that's where you're seeing a lot of activity. Well, yeah. And I think it's because it's it's the more traumatic deaths that have occurred on a property or a piece of land or whatever, the, those those energies and those souls and stuff like that, those are the things that stick behind. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Leaves an imprint. It does. Sad. So. It's kind of a shorter episode this, this time. Mm -hmm. um, but listeners, if you have been to Scotland, or if you live there, or maybe you visited these haunted locations and you had a paranormal experience, we want to know. Yep. 
or if you think we should have covered another haunted location in Scotland, tell us. Email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Spirited Spirits and on Instagram at Spirited underscore Spirits underscore podcast. And please recommend us to your family and friends who you think might enjoy listening to our podcast. Yes, please do. And please rate and review us if you haven't already done so. That really helps. We appreciate it so much. And thanks so much for listening. We hope you'll continue to join us every week as we continue to sip on spirits and talk about spirits. Bye. Bye.